Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for checking out the Bondo podcast. Uh, this is the youth ministry stream of our podcast. My name is Ryan Tarkington, uh, and I always have the pleasure to sit down uh, with people who are smack dab in the middle of student ministry. And uh, and so today I am joined by a, by a friend of mine and a friend of Camp Pondo's. Uh, his name is Jonathan McDonald, and he is a student pastor at Calvary uh, Baptist in Bellflower, California. Jonathan, thanks so much, man, for joining us uh, today on the yeah. podcast. Dude, absolutely, man. I thank you so much for for inviting me, man. It's uh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, this is a unique uh, a podcast because this is our first time uh, using the Zoom uh, Zoom call. Because uh, every other time, I just love to go and and be with uh, the the student pastors and sit across the table from them, have these conversations. Uh, but uh, this past weekend, my family and I had a very weird incident happen with our van that uh, basically blew out the front tire that took out the headlights and the bumper. It was, it was a mess. And so, uh, Jonathan, thanks for being flexible and, uh, and jumping in on zoom. I know this is new for me. Like I haven't really had to do it, but you've probably like a pro at zoom now having to do it (laughs) throughout the, uh, the last year with your, with your church and student ministry. Have you, have you kind of grown used to, to this setup? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, we, we started doing, uh, our staff meetings, you know, um, weekly through zoom and then, um, how to create youth ministry all (laughs) all on zoom. So, I mean, we had game time, worship, uh, icebreakers, small groups, and it was just, it was, it was a ride, man. And so, um, definitely, you know, you had to adjust because like, I mean, no matter what was going on in the world, man, like you know, Christ is still moving. God's still moving in these lives. And what he's called us to do is still, you know, to be there for them and to, to, to be a shepherd and pastor them, you know, regardless of what, what, yeah. what's going on. So no doubt now for the technology. Yeah. Now, and, and are you guys still in that place or have you, um, where do you guys sit right now within the student ministry? Do you feel like you're kind of back to the way it looked before? Are you in this like hybrid place of, half that half zoom where where do you find yourself yeah we're kind of in the middle i mean right now we actually are in person every sunday um okay. and uh so we're doing the main bulk of our youth ministry on uh, on sunday mornings and so that's where we you know we do our basic uh hanging out uh game time teaching worship uh right. small groups and um we focus more now on just uh connecting with our students just through social media having uh um Facebook and Instagram uh, available. And then um, obviously just for meeting, talking with parents and doing all that kind of stuff, I try to do my best to, to, to get out of the room. You know, I, it's, this is still an option, which is, yeah. I know for, for many people, this is, you know, still just like only option, which is right. totally fine. But right now I just, I find myself wanting one to, to do more face to face, you know, and yeah, of course. If, if we can, you know, hang out with somebody, take them out to Starbucks or, or lunch or, um, or whatever we can do. Yeah. Um, I'm actually right now I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of starting up a, just a little like workout, uh, ministry. And nice. so I'm actually working out with one of our students right now. And it's been a blast being able to, to do that again and being able to, you know, have that face to face time with him. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just being, man, being physical is just, it's just fun being able to work out together. But at the same time, your, you know, walls are just coming down and being able to really have discussion and uh, good talks. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm, I mean, man, God has been moving throughout all this. And so a lot of times we're complacent. We're kind of just get stuck in just doing our, you know, 
the usual. And so when that gets kind of, you know, shooken up, you gotta, you gotta pivot. You gotta find some new ways and new things to do. And uh, right. that's what we've learned, you know, here at Calvary. Yeah. Well, very cool, man. And um, yeah, I, I, I was, as I was thinking through, you've, you've been on my mind as someone to bring in, to just have a conversation about, um, about where you're at, what you do, uh, your, your story. I think uh, the heart of, of what we do with the youth ministry stream of the podcast is I just want to allow youth pastors to tell their stories. And um, I, I think it's so uh, important. There are people, uh, in fact, after even the last uh, episode, I had uh, people text me and be like, hey, it was just so cool to hear uh, my dad was on the on the on the last episode and it was just, hey, I was it was so cool to hear his story. And I'm actually walking through some things that he walked through. Uh, and I think that's the beauty of of ministry uh, altogether. But I think even in student ministry, just to hear from people who ha- are have either uh, walked through something that someone is currently walking through or uh, mm-hmm. or on the other side of that is um, that they're walking through something that's going to help somebody that will walk through that, you know, maybe in the next year or two. So stories, I think, tells uh, such has such an impact. And so I'm curious about your story. Um, how long have you been at Calvary now? Uh, actually on staff at Calvary. I'll, I'll, I'll set it up like that. Yeah, uh, dude, on staff, it, it'll be 10 years this year. Wow. Coming A up decade. in July. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, the yeah. bigger part of your story, and we're going to dive more into that throughout this mm-hmm. this conversation is, uh, you've been at, you've actually been at Calvary for a long, long time uh, mm-hmm. as a part of your life on staff for ten years. Um, but before we dive into that part, I would love for you to just talk through um, your personal story of what led you into um, student ministry, uh, just in general. Like, what at what point in your life uh, did you discover, like, hey, I have a passion for this. Um, I have a I have a heart for this, and I want to. I want to put some time and energy and focus on investing in pouring into students. You, you mind sharing that story with us? Yeah, man, absolutely. So um, my story be- uh, begins back in middle school. So uh, when I was in middle school, um, my younger brother was on a, a, a t-ball team, and the head coach of that team happened to be the youth pastor here at Calvary. Nice. And so, of course, man, him being an awesome youth pastor, he made a connection with my parents and invited us to church. Yeah. And uh, growing up, man, we were the uh, type of family who only went to church, you know, here and there, and um, and just and it was it was just a Catholic church too, so it, you know, wasn't really you know my cup of tea, you know, right. I really what really really to understand what, what was going on. Yeah. So um, so we he invited us to uh to church, and so we you know we're just trying to be nice, and so yeah, sure, we'll like we'll go, we'll check it out, and um, man, I, I that was my first time in my life experiencing youth ministry, you know, experiencing yeah. um, being able to be around other kids my age that are you know having fun worshiping and also really digging into God's word in a way that I understood, mm-hmm. and it was it was something that was completely new and eye opening for me, and I saw so just man, we we just kept going, we kept going back week to week, and uh, eventually it came to the summertime. And so this was probably about six, uh, yeah, about six, seven months after we started coming to Calvary that um, the ministry was was going to camp and we yeah. were going to a camp called Ponderosa Pines. Oh, I'm, fami- I'm familiar with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yeah. We, and um, so I got to go to Camp Pondo back in uh, 1997, 1998 yeah. and for my first time. And um, 
the uh, the worship team was uh, none other but uh, than Todd Proctor. Nice doing stirring me and yielding yes. and trading my sorrows and just yes. classic worship songs. And um, the uh, the guest speaker at the time was a little guy uh, known by uh, uh, Francis Chan. You might have heard of him, <laughs> right? And oh my goodness, man, uh, just hearing hearing so much about about Christ. In a, in a new way, in a new light, and being able to go to Camp Pondo and experiencing uh, worship and, 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 and the truth of, of God's Word through um, Francis's teachings. And it was just, man, it was like, it was a perfect just uh, um, event one after another, and God I was just working on my heart. Right. And um, it, was, uh, it, was at that, uh, it was at that summer camp in 98 uh, that um, I, I still remember uh, my camp counselor who led me to Christ, who, you know, afterwards, you know, the last night, Thursday night, right? Yeah. You know, Francis is calling people and man, really, Hey, God's been tugging at your heart, you know? And, and, and I just felt like, you know, I was like, man, I, I need this. I need Christ in my life. I've, yeah. you know, I've heard about this. And so, um, Francis Janet, you know, called us all forward. We came forward. My counselor took me outside. We sat, um, right by uh, the um, the chateau. It's uh, it's actually still there, or the chalet. Chalet, yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, the chalet. So we, we walked out there, sat on the on the uh, just on the on the porch, and walked me through the gospel and led me to Christ. You know, in my and I still remember his name was Cal. You know, I still remember yeah. him, and it That's was a awesome. funny thing, and um, and that was just the beginning of me just coming back home on fire. You know, I, I experienced that first time when back home down the mountain on fire and yeah. i was like man i i wasn't i'm was like not a hundred percent sure what i'm supposed to be doing or anything like yeah, that right. man i was just i was so excited and i came back and i you know i told my parents you know i was like i accepted christ my savior and i you know and they're like wait wait what <laughs> so it was new to, new to them and um but man after um so much time and uh, within ministry i started uh playing in the band in the middle school and in high school yeah. and uh, started to lead um, a small group of guys here in, uh, in the high school ministry. And um, man, God was just working in me and just discipling me and just training me throughout this and placing leaders in my life um, that continued to impact me and, and to invest, you know, personally into me that um, God was just shaping me all along. And I had no idea. Because right. my youth pastor, my youth pastor, when I was a senior, he was like, "Hey, man, like Jonathan, you really need to pray about um, going to to Biola and and becoming mm-hmm. you know a youth pastor, man. You would be you know great at it." And I laughed at him. I was like, "No, no way! Like, that's <laughs> that's not me, man. That's 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 not what I want to do uh, in my life um, as a career." But uh, but man, um, so I I kind of you know I was like, "Hey, I I love serving, but you know that's just that's just not what I want to do." Yeah, and um, after going into college for business management and operations, I got it. I got plugged into In and Out Burger. Worked there for a couple of years. Got plugged into Inter- uh, Enterprise Rent a Car. <laughs> worked my way okay. out there. All right. And so I was fully into the whole business model. Loved marketing. Loved sales. And um, it was uh, yeah, it was it was uh, ten years ago that um, something came up to where we were having a shift, a move in staff um, mm-hmm. on the uh, on the on the church team here. And um, about a year before that, man, God was really tugging at my heart into what I was doing with my life. And um, I, found, I found myself pulling away from, from serving, pulling away from, from being there on Sunday mornings. Mm. I started taking shifts on Sunday mornings and being okay with, you know, with not coming to church. 
And um, eventually it was just, I felt like, man, like, like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm pulling myself away and, right. and, and it's not right. So just, it, I was basically just looking for a new job. Cause I was like, man, I was working 60 hours a week and I was like, hey, I need to find a different job so I can, I can be at church more and, you know, get back into leadership. And at the time our, uh, uh, the worship pastor, uh, was, was leaving. And so mm-hmm. he, he was leaving the church. He, uh, he was, had a great, op- another opportunity at a, at, a, at a different church out of state. And so, I was I was just thinking I was like oh man like, God, like hey that that's my call like I, I can take that on I want to be able to, to to do more I can take on the band and really help grow that yeah um and I was just thinking like hey I I can do that I um, I love leading worship so when I met with the uh, with our senior pastor you know he had asked me uh, this question I was like hey so like man like what made you decide to want to leave enterprise and you know and become a pastor full time mm-hmm. and I'm like wait wait what. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking it would be a full-time thing. I was like, I was thinking, I was like, I would just, you know, con- you know, serve in this way. And then he's like, I really want you to pray about it because what we're looking for is, you know, we're looking for a full-time pastor here at the church. And that would, you know, that would mean a lot of changes for, you know, for, for you and your family. And so, um, I told, told, told my wife, Ashley, just, you know, what he had said. And she's like, oh, I get, well, I guess it's not for us. You know, I guess it's not, uh, you know, yeah. and and all of a sudden, man, I just wrestled with that for days. Like, man, like God, like why? I, I felt this tugging on my heart. And I was like, man, like God, why am I feeling this way? Why, you know, why do I really want this? And that was my first first time really experiencing that, you know, God's calling on my life. Right. You know, uh, it wasn't part of my plan. It wasn't uh, what you know what I wanted to do with my life. But somehow, I found I found myself God calling me to to come to Calvary full time and and come on staff and um, just completely change my life and yeah. uh, I went from I went from being in the, you know the business world and focusing on my on my my own success and um, and myself to completely living for others and serving others and being able to really grow in my faith mm. and so. Um, so with that, man, I, I did a couple years of just growing as a, as a, as a worship leader and associate pastor here at Calvary. Yeah. And it wasn't until, um, going on, uh, it'll be seven years this year, uh, that, uh, our, uh, our new pastor, Pastor Ken came on staff and, um, we were wrestling around with trying to find, uh, somebody to take over the youth ministry. And yeah. so we're, we were, you know, interviewing and finding some people and just didn't find, you know, had trouble finding the right fit. Right. And, um, and eventually, God had just moved the pieces right in place for me to come into uh, uh, back into youth ministry, and for us to hire a new worship leader. Yeah. Um, and um, now that I had this opportunity, I was like, man, I get to back. I'm back in youth ministry, serving with my wife and with my friends and people that are now giving back and now impacting. Yeah. the next generation yeah and uh, oh my goodness man it's just just to see god kind of you know had his hand in all these details and made this work only the way that he could yeah and to see that now this is where god has has uh has me and the um the relationships that i've made with uh the students here and how many of these students have grown up and become have become leaders themselves yeah. and then yeah, uh, they themselves cool. are are small group leaders and giving back and um man this is where i've just been like god you are good yeah this is completely i look back and i'm like this is not at all what i had had envisioned for for myself 
but God, like you worked all this out for not only like for so much, you know, uh, 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 from, from my, from my future. Like, like I keep right. on thinking of Jeremiah 29, 11. And I was like, man, your plans are way better than mine. Right. That, you know, this is, this was, this was a scary change for me, but God, you gave me plans that were, that were good. And it gave me, you know, it gives me hope in the future and yeah. I know that I can trust you uh, moving forward. And so I've just been here serving in youth ministry now and it's just a blast. I, I can't see myself do anything else other than yeah. serving God. Right. Yeah, man, that's amazing. I, I love hearing, uh, hearing stories, uh, like that. And just, especially when you're like, Hey, like my plans were to go the opposite kind of direction, dive headfirst into the business world. No intention mm-hmm. of no intention of being where I'm at today. Uh, but then God completely flipped the script on that idea for me. And, uh, I think that's a common story. A lot of, uh, youth pastors probably share that same sentiment where it's like, yeah, this isn't what I expected to be doing, but like, thank God that, that he's put me where I'm at and, and I'm, I'm getting to do the ministry and the work that I'm getting to do. Um, so that's, mm-hmm. that's amazing. So I have a question about, um, so you said, um, within your story, it was around middle school, um, uh, that you started going to Calvary and, um, it was it also middle school when, when you went to Pondo and, and, uh, and made that decision to trust Jesus or was that high school? Uh, that that was in middle school. Okay, so that so was uh, yeah yeah 1998. That was okay. uh, I think uh, Dan Dan's uh, Dan Skipper's uh, second year. <laughs> yeah, um, it's amazing. Yeah, taking over. Yeah, um, and so uh, so then being being at that church, being at Calvary from middle school um, until um, where you're at now, right? And you said you had that little kind of season of life where you know you guys were going, but maybe you started taking shifts on Sundays. So I understand that, but your, your family overall was still connected to Calvary, even through, through all those years. Would you, would yeah. you, would you say that? Um, so, so there's an interesting dynamic where I think um, you, you are now full-time on staff really at a church that you, you, I, I know you could have been younger. Obviously there's people who, who start serving on a church that they were like little, little kids in, but even middle school, I think that's such an early, early, uh, part of your life. Right. And, mm. and, uh, I, I always find it curious to ask people when you, when you step in and you start serving full time at a church where people knew you as a middle school kid, um, have you, have you experienced any challenges along the way of being, you know, being a kid who grew up in that church to being in the, being on staff? Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. I'd be curious. I know, um, uh, not that I'm going to compare you to Jesus, uh, Jonathan, although I think in some way, a lot of ways you are, uh, but Jesus always talked about, Hey, it's like, it was hard to, for him to do ministry in his hometown. Everyone viewed him as just a commoner, just, just one of their own. It was hard for, for them to, to view the Messiah as someone who they saw as a kid growing up. And, um, so his ministry, um, he, he made the comment several times, like it was just, it's hard to do ministry in your home hometown or, in your, in your example, maybe your home church. Now, maybe you haven't faced that. I'd just be curious. Have you, have you experienced any challenges over your, your 10 years there that, that you can kind of trace back to being like, Oh, people kind of knew me as a middle school kid and didn't quite give me a full chance or I don't know. Can you talk about that at all? Yeah. Um, fortunately, I mean, I was able to, to have mentors in, in here at the church that really brought me into, 
to serving in in multiple uh, capacities you know not only here uh in in the youth ministry but also eventually in college ministry in our we, we used to have Sunday night ministry and then right. uh, sunday mornings and so i i always tried my best to to integrate myself with others and so that way others you know really got to know me yeah. and so i mean when i look back at uh at the uh, the people here at the at calvary bellflower it, this is they're my family yeah, you know, and and that and that's been one of the one of the true, uh, I feel like it is you know not necessarily a challenge but a, an advantage for me. Okay, is that man they they know me, they love me, and they um they want the best for me, and so I I've I've had a, just an amazing outcry of support and um and encouragement from a lot of um a lot of our our church members who, like you said, you know, like they saw me, you know, kind of growing up. Yeah, here uh, here at the church, and so uh, my my former um, middle school uh, pastor, he was a, he was in charge of middle school ministry uh, uh, back when I was in there. Uh, he's um, he's one of our leaders here at the church uh, still um, on oh, that's awesome. on the board, and and so I always feel like there's people that are you know that are our elders and and deacons and and a lot of them, man, they have my back, and you know they. I know it's usually a, a huge hurdle to try to make any kind of changes or getting a lot, a lot of things done, especially in right. ministry, you know, but I have, so, I have so much support, you know, from, uh, from so many of our, uh, from our leaders, um, and just other families that, uh, it's been, it's been a huge blessing. And, you know, with that said, there's also, you know, there's still those challenges with, you know, um, I would say people that, uh, that I grew up with that might've, you know, just saw me as, as their friend, Jonathan back in the day. And yeah. so, not necessarily seeing me um, as a uh, as a as a as a pastor or you know have somebody you know of any kind of authority and so yeah. I definitely you know struggled a little bit with with trying to set some ground rules trying to you know change some things and you know because I'm you know as you're trying to you know create an atmosphere or a uh, just a different feeling in the room you definitely can get some pushback and right. so um, you know it's just it's one of the things you got to work with people and learn how to how to communicate uh, um, you know just better with with everyone yeah. and so yeah i would say it's uh definitely more it, for me personally just more advantages than uh okay. um than than challenges and one of that being too is that um when i look at uh the majority of our i mean almost all of our staff members from our nursery to our children's to youth to college and to worship yeah. we we are all uh products byproducts of, of this church we all grew up here in that's in, awesome in, that same kind of story so yeah for uh for me and the other staff i mean we just we click we we all get along um we joke around together love being able to to do things outside of uh of yeah. work yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah i think that's a huge benefit and it's um you know i can't speak to some people that kind of start you know they, they move away and go to a, a whole new church and i right. can't imagine trying to you know trying to create uh you know that um that you know the type of buy-in and or people really trusting you yeah but being able to have that here um man it's i've been blessed uh that's, <laughs> that's, belief with, with that yeah and that's really cool and that's so yeah so you would say hey it hasn't obviously with every ministry there are challenges that come with just ministry in general mm -hmm. but from the standpoint of me being a middle school kid here to now being on staff um it, it's almost you've, you've seen the advantage advantages of, uh, it feeling more like a family and they, and, and they've, 
you've had years and years with with this church family uh, that they've built trust in. Uh, you you guys have built trust with each other, and so you've seen like the positive side um, of of that, and uh, that's amazing. And and to hear that the rest, of, which I kind of knew that too, the rest of your staff also has those deep ties to Calvary. Uh, it sounds mm-hmm. like uh, you guys have just built that within the culture. This this idea. And we've had a chance to go spend some time with you guys at Calvary. And I, I'll, I will absolutely concur that uh, your church does feel very, very family-like, very close, um, very, um, very together uh, in a lot of ways. And it's, it's really cool. And, and that it's awesome to see that that translates over to uh, you guys being on staff, being in charge, like uh, helping make decisions uh, for the kingdom and people have uh, your back and they trust you guys uh, with the process of leading the church. And, uh, so that's, that's really amazing. Um, now, uh, another thing that you, you guys do, um, I didn't send this to you ahead of time, so, uh, forgive me, but I, I it just kind of came to my mind as, um, a conversation piece. Uh, your church has, uh, has always been incredibly, uh, generous. It, I, I think you guys are one of the most generous churches that we've been around, um, in a lot of ways, not just from the financial side, but just uh, encouraging support, like you said, family, family mindset, but you guys are very, a very generous church from a financial side. And you guys have partnered with Pondo for, for several years um, and been a huge supporter of us and, and our ministry here and the work that we do here. Um, But one thing that I, I love, I know every year your church does this massive end of the year uh, or Christmas, uh, you you can kind of explain it a little more if you want, but where you guys set this very very big goal of raising raising money for uh, many different ministries, many different ways to make an impact on uh, on different ministries and and organizations and people and um, but what and so your church does that, but something you do is you challenge even your own youth ministry, um, to have a goal and to reach. And can you talk about that? Cause I think that's, I think that's amazing uh, because a lot of times, yeah, churches make these big pushes for, for the church. Um, and, and we, I'm not saying they let the youth ministry off the hook in any way, but I just love the fact that you challenge even within the students, like student ministry, Hey, let's step up and let's, let's make an impact on, ministries that have had had an impact on us. So can you talk about that? Like, and just your process and the way that you challenge your students to be generous and to give and to, 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 to do what they do. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yes, what you're talking about is our, our Christmas missions, uh, um, at the end of the year. So for the last 10 weeks of the year, we focus on Christmas missions where, um, throughout the year, we have our regular missionaries that we support that we give right. to annually, and then this is this is an opportunity for us to look at what are those special projects that God has put on our heart, and that we really want to partner with and do something um, incredible with them, and just be able to, um, like you said, with Pondo, being able to to partner with yep. you guys to help your your building initiative and so many yep. other things in ministry that you guys are doing. Um, and then also partnering with other organizations and places, uh, not only you know globally but also locally, looking right. at uh, helping. Um, we just uh, like this year, we actually were just a part of um, helping uh, this uh, organization organization called Gems Uncovered, mm. which um, helps uh, get women um, off the street, get them uh, and and helping them to to get on a better pathway for their life and to right. know that they are val- that they are valued. Right. And so. Uh, 
so this year they, they were able to um they have a little graduation ceremony and uh pastor just let us know on sunday that uh you know 10 uh 10 girls uh they were able to rescue and, and graduate awesome. out of their program Amazing. and so and so w- Christmas missions for us is just being able to focus on uh, things, those projects, those missions that are that are not only globally um, but also locally. And so one of those is is Camp Pondo. Yeah. And um, out of that, our first year that we started um, with uh, with Pastor Ken is setting you know this what we call it you know just like a ridiculously big goal you <laughs> yeah, know and so yeah. it, it's for and for us it's 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 one of those god sized goals it's yep. like hey we know we know that this is more than what we can do but we know it's not even close you know like it, we yeah. know that god can right. do this right? right so our first goal i think it was you know 6 7 years ago uh was you know $50,000 right and um just seeing the 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 generosity and the faithfulness of 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 our church and every every person here just being able to give towards that we've been um pushing past our goal every single year and yeah. our goal for the last two years has been a hundred and thirty five thousand dollars awesome. in the last Amazing. uh in the yeah. last 10 weeks and um so what, what, what i tried to do though is you know you know obviously we we try to get all the ministries involved and so yeah. every ministry has to you know hey set a goal and you know get involved in raising your goal and so um for us kind of how the math worked out it's like hey you know if we can take you know if our goal is set at five thousand dollars right then you know it's like hey can that be the portion that we that we give to pondo yeah, and yeah. so so being able to to, to say to to the students and say like, hey you know the money that we are raising through our fundraising through our sales and bake sales what you, know, you <laughs> right. name it you know we have we you know um, my leaders are incredible of coming up with the craziest cool things yeah. and um so and uh, so the, le- the the leaders and the students are able to all get involved, and to help uh, raise money towards our uh, towards our goal. And then, yeah. and then as you know, I mean, like we're able to then you know as we're up at winter camp, be able yeah. to come up and deliver that to you guys to say, hey man, yeah. this is for you. And so I can't, I, I just cannot wait to see every year to see what God is going to do with that because yeah. we know that it's like, hey man. It's you know five thousand dollars is a lot of money, but yeah. man, God's God's gonna make that go even further. God's you know God can multiply that, and as long sure. as I am you know, te- teaching teaching our our um, our students that no matter no matter how much you give, as long as you are giving sacrificially and you're yeah. giving with a joyful heart, is like God is gonna multiply that gift and just wait and see the miracles that are gonna happen. And so yeah. far, we've just been we have been absolutely blown away every single year, and uh, and God's still working. Even throughout this uh, uh, this last year, and um, we kind of struggled, right? We were kind of sure. struggling. I was like, man, should we do this? Is yeah. you know, it's the pandemic has hit has hit a lot of people. We don't, you know, it's there's a lot of uncertainty, right? Yeah. And um, and thankfully, just and through prayer and our our pastor's you know leadership and just kind of just he's like, we don't want to wait until till we're certain of what we can do. Oh, it's like you know like god that. is still working even even in the midst of saying it's like hey i don't know where where this is coming from i don't know how we're going to do this but guess what we do know our god you know yeah. so it's like, you know it's like, I, we we felt that i was like hey here's a huge test you know it's 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 really easy to say hey god i trust you i have faith in you that you're going to deliver when life is good and yeah. and um, you know everything's going right right but when you when you have all this uncertainty and um, it, it's difficult, you know, it's de- definitely right. difficult. And so, uh, but this year we were, 
by the grace of God, still we were still <laughs> able to to raise that goal through yeah. not only the money that was given through Christmas missions, but also we had we had families uh, and people that were get, that were partnering directly with uh, other of these projects to give, and uh, so um, and God is still good. God is still yeah. work, and regardless of of our situation, regardless of COVID nineteen or not, God is still you know. Yeah, at work, and so that, that, that was just a cra- crazy thing. And so I loved um, just our our students' hearts and compassion and love for for Camp Pondo, and just yeah. for us to be able to say, "Hey, this is this is something that we get to do to to be able to to bless and give back to a ministry um, that has blessed and changed our lives." And so, um, yeah, yeah, man, that's uh, it's it's, that's, it's a blessing uh, for us too. Yeah, it's so cool. And uh, I mean, what you said there, the um, Hey, we're not going to sit back and wait until we're capable of accomplishing this goal. Um, mm-hmm. That's not that's not what it's about. It's about trusting God uh, through that process. And and I just love the way that you guys have have challenged your students and your church. And that's just become part of the culture of Calvary, which which I think is 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 such a testament to you guys and your leadership. And um, and every year, it's like even though. Um, you know, you guys kind of tell us like, Hey, every year we're going to, we, we have this goal in mind for you guys. Uh, when you, when you pull me aside or Dan aside and be like, Hey, Hey, can we, uh, can we uh, meet up with the Pondo team and we go outside mm-hmm. and, and you, you present that check to us. It's, it still is like, um, such an honor that, uh, that you guys would think of us and, um, would be willing to, uh, to invest in, in the ministry that we're doing here. And I, I think, uh, you know, a lot of churches and a lot of youth groups, uh, they do fundraising events. And a lot of times it's, it, and it's for great reasons. It's a lot of times it's for them to go on trips or it's for them as students to go do things, which is amazing. I think it's so cool. Uh, but, and I'm sure you guys do do that as well, but for you to, to also say, Hey, we're going to use our time, energy, effort, and fundraising, to not only uh, not only do stuff for us to go on these trips, we want to invest in in places that we're we hope to go to, and so that they'll have just a bigger impact. And uh, so, yeah, we can't we can't thank you guys enough for for the partnership there. It's a uh, it's truly truly amazing. Um, we have a couple a couple more minutes here. Uh, I got a, a few more questions, or I have one more question for you, uh, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to let you kind of get the last word, um, just words of encouragement to to youth pastors out there. Uh, this year, like obviously for you and for everybody has been, has been a wild ride. It's, it's been uh, pivoting, adapting, um, adjusting to, to doing ministry in unique ways that we, we weren't doing before just so that we can connect with students or connect with people and have any type of uh, impact that we can for pointing them to Jesus. Um, I, I'd be curious, do you see um, as we, as we start to see stuff Kind of, kind of. I don't want to say getting back to normal. I don't know if, if it will ever be back to fully normal. Um, but are there any things that you've learned throughout this past year that you can see yourself um, taking hold of and applying to and, and continuing to do um, for for years to come? Like, is there anything that just sticks out to you? Like, hey, like this is something we learned through this year in this process. And to be honest, we probably should have been doing this all along, uh, but the mm-hmm. but the but the but the, but the COVID the pandemic almost kind of like forced us into some some things that uh, maybe we were nearsighted or you know like we just weren't seeing as as opportunities or tools to use 
to make an impact. So is there anything, and maybe it's not just zoom stuff or, uh, or social media stuff. Maybe it's something else you've seen, but I'm just curious, is there anything that over this last year that you guys started implementing and doing that you do see yourself continuing to do to just all together? Yeah. Um, right off the bat, man, uh, the first thing that came to my mind is, is, um, just quality over quantity, mm. you know, of just being able to ha how we're spending time and, and the students that are coming. And the one thing that, that, you know, that we got hit just like many other youth ministries is just our numbers, you know, numbers, yep. numbers dropping and, you know, Hey, it was a tough situation for everybody. And so not everyone was able to, to come in person. And then when we started to, to do zoom calls, not everyone was, was able to make it because, you know, Hey, they're, it's their family dinner time right. or, um, they, they, they are all screened out because they, they've been on the screen all day long. For I know, I know. Yeah. And so for me, I just, I mean, I think COVID has just kind of just shifted a focus in me and just to say, all right, God, it's not about the, the, this number that I have to report, you know, look, mm -hmm. look at, look at, look at how big my ministry is. Look at, you know, look at this right. number, but rather than, rather than being able to, to, to tell stories, yeah. You know, like this, these are the students that I, I've been investing in and these are the stories of, of just life change. Yeah. You know, and so, so many of, uh, um, so many students this year have been dealing with more anxiety, more depression, more separation from, uh, from, you know, just being social Right. that there, there are so many more struggles now than ever to where it's, you know, I think it's just my job in duty as a, as a pastor, as a shepherd to really care for my flock. Yeah. Just be real out there and just say, you know, you know, genuinely spend time with the students, be able to spend time with them, um, not only here on campus, but off campus. And we've had opportunities where we, we had parents reaching out to, to myself and my wife um, and just leaders just throughout the year asking, hey, you know, can you come pick up so-and-so? Can you go, you know, mm. can you take them out to, to talk with them because mm. they're they're really down? And so... I just saw, I was like, my God, it's, it's not about just creating, you know, awesome events that people want to come to and just, you know, create this party atmosphere, but God, I right. really need to be shifting my focus into spending some really quality time with these students, investing in them and knowing that he was like, Hey, I'm, I'm, you're not just a number to me, mm -hmm. you know, that you are a person. I see you, I care for you. And I'm not just, I'm not just going to say that, but I'm going to show you that. And, yeah. um, love that. And for me, that like that's just been a huge change. That I think for from here on out, man, that's just going to be my focus. If 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 all I have is you know mm. a small group of kids every year to you know to pour into, then that's just going to be my focus. And yeah. um, I'm not going to forget about the students that I have here in in and trying to just you know gather more students or you know right. like God's God's going to do that. You know, yeah. God's going to put it on their hearts. God, and, and if I'm if I'm in truly investing into the students that I have, and then I'm going to let them invite their friends and let, you know, let them say, yeah. say, Hey, you know, my life has been changed here and I, you know, and they're going to want other people and their friends to experience that same thing. So yeah, for me, that's, that's just been a huge change uh, on my heart and my goal. My, just my, my focus, I would say, you know, it's, it's always been, a you know, my, 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 my heart to, to be loving, to be caring, to share, to share with the, uh, the students and to, to be there for them, but just to, to do that even more now than yep. ever is been just, all right, God, this is, this is what, this is what I need to do. Yeah. I love that. And, and it's, so it sounds to me like 
you know, it's, it's just challenged you uh, to be more intentional with those conversations, with the, that, mm-hmm. that quality time uh, um, with, when you get a chance to spend time with or invest in a student more intentional. And I love what you said there. Uh, hey, you're not just a number to me. Like you're not, you're not just a number, um, but you are someone that I, 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 I care for deeply. And I want to see you following Christ, knowing Christ and, um, and trusting Christ with your life. And um, so that's amazing. That's a great, great word of advice for sure. Um, for, uh, for, for all those that, that pour into students or just mm-hmm. people in general. Well, Jonathan, this has been amazing. I, I, I thank you so much for, for uh, just sitting down, sharing your story, sharing um, your heart. Uh, and, and I would love, as I always do, for you uh, to just have a last word uh, of encouragement that you would just throw out there to those that are listening to this podcast, you know, walking through uh, every, you know, many different seasons of life, some that are fresh new youth pastors, some that are veterans. Um, I know the, the, the range can be all over the place, but uh, anything that you've been learning or, or have you've experienced uh, that we could just be some final words of encouragement to those out there. Yeah, absolutely. My, 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 the one thing I keep coming back to is, is focusing on rising above discouragement. Hmm. Discouragement is all around you. And it, it's, especially as a, as a pastor, that's the one thing that Satan's going to try to to get to your heart, man. He's going to try to put people around you in your life that are, you know, either, you know, they themselves are going to discourage you or you yourself are going to be down and out because you used to have a ministry of 20, 30 kids and now only, you know, a few are showing up. And so there's so many things, there's so many uh, things out there that can lead to, um, to you being discouraged. And, and my word is just, man, just, let your heart not be troubled, John yeah. 14, you know, just to say, man, to go through this and just to, to know that, that God's walking with you through all, all of this, man. And yeah. and if you ever find yourself at a place of being discouraged, whether it's by um, anybody within the church, outside of the church, I mean, that's it's it's a sad reality, but unfortunately we do face a lot of discouragement with, you know, with other leaders and people within the church. And so yeah. I honestly would just, my my number one thing I tell people is that, man, like have people around you, have, have those people that will inspire you, have people that will encourage you Yeah. because, you know, like there are those times where you're, you, you face yourself, you know, you know, in the valleys, you know, it's, it's awesome when you're at, when, when you're up in the mountains top, man, you're on fire, but yeah. those lows are going to come and you want to have people around you that are going to encourage you to, um, to, to fight through, to keep pushing, to keep the faith, man, and keep yeah. going. And, to not listen to those kind of voices because man, um, Satan's going to use, uh, many tools to, to get into your heart, to really, uh, to, to lie to you and to, and to, to mess with you. And the, one of his tools is discouragement for sure. So if you ever feel yourself man, just being discouraged or just being down or, you know, beating yourself up or anything like that, just know that like, dude, do not listen to that. Hmm. You know, really don't. Yeah. And, and, and stay in God's word, you know, uh, to yeah. really build up your faith and to, to be able to fight that and to, to remind yourself of God's promises throughout the day. And um, that's all I can say, man, just really be able to fight off discouragement by, you know, by surrounding yourself in a community of other believers that are going to encourage you and that you yourself are spending the time in God's word yeah. and uh, holding, holding on to his promises uh, throughout the day. Yeah. Amazing, man. 
Great. Thank you so much for that. And thank you again for joining us today and being flexible, jumping on a Zoom uh, meeting again, something you're you're a pro at. Apparently, I can just tell like you're, you're you seem so calm and relaxed and I'm like fidgety and like, I don't know what to do with myself, but that's OK, because this is just going to be an audio podcast anyway. So um, but thank you guys so much for for listening. Uh, thank you for all the the, the words of uh encouragement that y'all send to me after uh, each episode. Just um, it's my heart, you know, being a former youth pastor, um, it's fun to hear from these guys um, and hear their stories and be reminded of, uh, I believe, uh, student ministry. It's uh, there's such a need there. It's such an impactful um, time of of these people's lives, these students' lives. And uh, they just need people who are willing, like Jonathan said, to be intentional with them, to show them that you care, not just say you care, but show them that you care. And so hopefully these conversations are just reminders, little reminders for us um, of what God has called us to do. And that's to love students, to pour into them, invest in them and uh, point them to Jesus. Um, So again, Jonathan, thanks so much for joining us today, man. I I, I so appreciate appreciate your time. Um, Again, for those listening, Thank you. Uh, We'll be back again next month with another uh, episode of the Youth Ministry Stream. Uh, But before next month, we have other uh, other episodes of the podcast that uh, that release every Thursday. They release every week. Um, And so, yeah, any any of the podcasts, we would love for you to check out and listen. And if you only listen once a month to the Youth Ministry Stream, thank you guys for listening. And we hope it's an encouragement to you. And uh, so we will talk again very soon. Thanks again for checking out the Bondo Podcast. Bye.